Hi, I'm Ruth. And I'm Darren. Of the Rad Adventures Network. And you're listening to Saturday Matinee Theater with Jason, Jared, Delvin, and Pat. Have fun. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 45 of Saturday Matinee Theater, brought to you by your friends at the Longbox Crusade, and of course our fine Patreon sponsors. We are here on Planet Mongo in our recording studio set up just outside Emperor Ming's throne room. I'm your host, Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist, and joining me as always is the Zarkov to my flash, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Cristados. How are we feeling today, Dr. Cristados? Well, hello, Jared. Hello. And I just want to say this is the 12th chapter of Flash Gordon, right? Yeah. So we're getting close to the end. 12 of so, 13, yes. Yep. What I'm going to do here, this is a great offer for everybody that has been with us through this all. Mm-hmm. We're going to do here 50% off short, short pants here on the Mongo store. Oh. Yeah. 50% off. Wait. So get your shorts are, now. I show them like shorts, hotcakes. Are the shorts fifty percent shorter? Could be. The, are you know, your shorts currently fifty percent off? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're on video, so you can't see below. The- <laughs> are there any bargains you'd like to offer to your Zootopia, your Mongo Zootopia? Oh, that's coming on the next one. Okay, we're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Right now, it's shorts. We got some. Yeah, right now it's just the shorts. We started off with that. Okay. Um, I still got to talk to Dave about the pants. If he wants to do 50%, you know, buy one leg, get the other leg. <laughs> All right, um, that's not bad. We'll see. Okay. About it. But I figure we'll start off with the short shorts, 50% off uh, while we're here on Mongo our last few days. Is that for uh, everybody so or just our Patreon sponsors from the Crusaders Club? You know, I'm going to give it to for everybody. Cause, okay. Cause, yeah. All yeah. right. I, I love the Crusaders Club members. For the Crusaders Club members, I'll give you another 10% off. Ooh, 60% With the, off. Yeah, I just got to use the hashtags, short, short me. Short, short me. Yep. Okay. All right. Not an actual offer. Yep. All right. Pass um, the shorts. Let's hashtag pass the shorts. <laughs> pass the shorts. Okay. Usually joining us is the ugliest Dale Arden of all time, which is my brother Jason the Weasel Skull Albrecht. He's been in some sort of an invisible ray situation, so we're not exactly <laughs> sure where he is at any given moment. He could pop in. I gave him some short shorts to have him do one of those signs on Mongo, you know, the, the, the sign it guy. Better that he was hit by the invisible ray. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like the flailing arm two man <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, no, the sign flipping guy. Yeah, flipping the spin and the sign around. And no, okay. Guy, not the wavy, but okay. the sign guy. The sign guy. Yeah. The, the sign guy, but yeah. I think so he's invisible. I don't know if it's helping. I don't <laughs> I doubt. I doubt that it's helping. Well, with that, all we have left is, uh, well, our merciless ruler, Emperor Delvin the Dark Web Williams. How do you do, Your Excellency? Look, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I just want everybody to know that like, I get along with everybody. I'm glad that you guys came to Planet Mongo and visit, and I'm glad that you had a good stay. And I just want to make sure that you get home safely. Uh, if I could just escort you behind this door. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was suspicious. <laughs> I knew there was something suspicious. Look, oh. what did you expect? <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk about that. Okay. Um, anyway, what's this show all about, Dr. Cristados? Well, Jared, I am glad you asked. Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review show brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, 
where we'll be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. You know what? I almost forgot our sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jared, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) You know what? Let's put it in right here. How how could I forget Omaha Bound Entertainment? I mean, they're they're the best name in hardbinding anything that you want to have hardbound. I have many hardbound collections from them, mainly because I'm fancy. If you want to be fancy like me, go to omahabound.com today. They can bind your comics. They can bind your magazines. If it can't be bound, they can bind it, and they do a great job. Omahabound.com. Go there today. Pat, back to you with the show description. Well, Jared, I'm glad you asked. Hey. <laughs> What? Oh, the, the, the visible hey, rain. Where my tie on at? <laughs> hey, I, kitty, kitty, kitty. Hey, kitty, kitty. Did you, you feed my tigron? Well, it's your day to feed my tigron. We, we got some bad news Wait. for you, Mary Jane. What? I'm not Mary Jane. <laughs> I'm Dale Auden. Oh, did, sorry, you, did she sorry. just use the phrase, you got to feed the tigron? <laughs> Tigron, baby. Tigron, Tigron, burning bright. Oh, boy. We got He's some, I got some tonight. about the, the Tigron. <laughs> if they should touch my man, she gonna feel the back of my hand. It's beautiful. That's a little Byron, baby. <laughs> I died. I died. He should have stayed invisible. Anyway, do your thing, Pat. Do that. <laughs> Try again, Pat. Try again. Well, thank you, Dale. I'm glad you asked. On this episode, we will continue to dive into 1936's Flash Gordon serial. Space Soldier. 1936's Flash Gordon serial was produced by Henry McRae. It starred Buster Crabbe as Flash Gordon, Gene Rogers as Dale Arden, Charles Middleton as Emperor Ming, Priscilla Lawson as Princess Aura, and Frank Shannon as Professor Zarkov. So grab your ray gun, fire up those rockets, and blast off to adventure. But don't forget to watch out for tickling fights with the Tigon. Good stuff, Pat. Your electronica is on point. I mm-hmm. think I proved to everyone my talents on the last episode, so I'm not even going to bother this time. Mm-hmm. Just let Delvin get to it, man. I I, I want to have a joke, but there's there's no there's no, no. Joke to no yeah you know you guys supported me and I I became you came up you good. showed I showed up for the, the accordion. Yep. I got nothing left to prove. I appreciate your support, believing in me, and all these uh, endeavors we've had. We did not get duped. Nope. Oh, all right. And with that, chapter 12 was called Trapped in the Turret. I've been waiting so long. <laughs> I'll, I'll go back up you, do you think? I was going to do it too. So uh, that's, I think it should stay. I think that should stay. 
Oh my goodness. <sighs> the director was Frederick Stefani. The writers, Frederick Stefani, Ella O'Neill, George Plimpton, and Basil Dickey. With guest stars, Richard Alexander as Prince Baron, Jack Lipson as King Voltan, and James Pierce as Prince Thun. As a reminder, all 13 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast because not only is it just more fun that way, but Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode and then we're going to discuss it. So there are probably some spoilers heading your way. So if you haven't watched this episode, we recommend you pause here, go check it out on YouTube, then come back to join our discussion. And at less than 20 minutes per episode, it's not a big time demand. For those of you who are watching along with us, we'd love to hear your insights. Don't forget to comment about the show using the hashtag on Twitter, I'm following Flash. Jason. Hashtag I'm following Flash. Pat. Hashtag I'm following Flash. Jared. Hashtag I'm following Flash. Hashtag Trout in the Turin. <laughs> Hashtag we're following Zardos. <laughs> Lord. And with that, let's turn it over to Jared for the episode summary. guess it but flash and prince baron show up just in time to save dale from the vicious tigron prince baron uses his smooth operator charms on aura and convinces her to help the earth people princess leads her new allies back to ming again and pleads for mercy again which he grants again but plots to betray them again you stand me right 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 Yeah, there's this episode 12 of 13, people. Here we go. Flash, Dale, Aura, Voltan, and Zarkov all head to their secret rendezvous location, the turret, where they are linking up with old comrade Prince Thun. Haven't seen him in a while. Baron was to meet them there via rocket ship, but he inexplicably switches sides and starts strafing the crew with the ship's rockets. Why has Baron betrayed them? What are the giant lizards up to? How much is a monthly subscription to Voltan School of Titty Combat? Tune in and find out. <laughs> Let's get into highs and lows, and we're going to start with Jason, who, for the first time in SMT history, he and I watched the episode at the same time, sitting on the same couch. That is true, we did, and I think we had a lot of the same comments, and so I'll start off with a what the... As in, what the heck kind of training did these guards of Ming go, t- go through? <laughs> Ming, right up to Ming clearly says, you got to find these fools and execute them. And if anybody comes in here, you cut them down. So what happens? They <laughs> go strolling in, 
guard watching them walk right up to Ming. And it's then, a long walk up there, too. I know. And they just stare at him. And I'm like, what are these fools doing? Cut that <laughs> down. And he gets up there. And then, who was it? I think it was Baron, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Pulls out a sword. He's like, ha, I got you. And the guys are like, oh, damn, they got us again. <laughs> oh, he had a sword the whole time. Yeah. Oh, we didn't see that coming. He pulled his sword. That's not fair. Can he do that? There's all no of, swords in of. here. On a violent, warlike planet, who thought of weapons? What? Did anybody else see he had a sword? <laughs> and how does that sword stay to his pants as short shorts? There's clearly know, a sign up front that says no weapons in the throne room. <laughs> <laughs> He's in violation of that sign. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe technically until he pulls the sword, it's not in violation. Maybe that's what it was. He got up there on a technicality. I don't know. Whatever. They've got to reexamine their SOPs on how they defend Ming in that throne room because they are not good. No. Now, Dave Collins called those guards out many episodes ago. And yeah, he was right. Battle Wagon was in the zone. He knew what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was on it. Delvin, talk to me, man. Hi. Low. What the? It'll get a low for me to start. I wanted more coming into that round the corner into the last episode. Still very excited, looking forward to the last episode, but was looking for some huge, just mind shattering cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And didn't, and didn't necessarily get that. So I was a little bit disappointed in this installment overall. Yeah. The, this whole thing is built around cliffhangers. That's what serials do. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. This is probably one of the weakest ones. I'm like, how are you going to save your weakest one for the penultimate episode? That should be your best cliffhanger. You should be leaving out of there going, oh, my gosh, I have to get back to the final episode. Yeah, there are a couple of easy concessions. I guess at the end, you know, I want Aura to be her beautiful conniving self. Mm-hmm. She wasn't that this issue or this episode. And I want Ming to be shrewd and conniving and he was that i'll give that much but like the, those are the two main quote-unquote bad guys i don't know what or is necessarily especially in the eyes of some of our listeners but <laughs> she's a bad girl <laughs> we like the bad girls she's a bad girl she's a naughty girl mm. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? You can call her Princess Aura if you're nasty. <laughs> you should pass it on to someone else. Uh, that someone else would be Pat. Hi. Hello. What the? You know, uh, I'll keep it kind of at a low two with Delvin and just kind of go off of what he said there. I was looking for more two out of this one. And I last note here is it's a filler, this issue. This you got to eat it. You got to eat it. Yep. And I have a lot of scenes of just guards marching around. Yeah. You saw a lot of this and I was like, through the tunnels, like yeah, the same tunnels too. They just keep like, walking down. Okay, the same we place. got it. You're trying yeah. to go, you know, to, to the, the turret more than likely, you know. And mm-hmm. I did like it. Well, it's, we got more highs and lows. I won't jump in just yet, and we'll go back to the top of the order and see if Jason says what I was about to say. Well, I think I would be remiss if I didn't bring up that scene with the lizards in the spacecraft. <laughs> Talk about filler! Oh my goodness, <laughs> that too. Yep. <laughs> And boy, that was a filler tease because I thought the way they were filming that, I thought those lizards were going to do something. I, was I like, thought they're oh. going to eat the ships. Yeah. I thought, I thought like the tongue was going to come out and like and grab the ship. That's what I thought. And I was like, oh, here it comes. This went on for like twenty seconds. It's like, oh, ship, lizard, ship, closer up a lizard, ship, go on the lizard's mouth. Here it comes. Dissolve to next scene. I was like, what? <laughs> what? What? No. No! <laughs> that was some serious filler. Did not like. 
That's a thumbs down for me. Mm. Mm. Penultimate episode, not doing well in the highs and lows. Are you got any of those lizards in your Mongo Zootopia pet? You know, they're not hard to come by nowadays. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but we do, we're trying to get one in. Uh, I got this lizard there. belt that mm-hmm. I'm wearing. <laughs> Which may be why your lizards are getting harder to come by. Could be. <laughs> oh, Jason's a lizard poacher. Could be. It matches my lizard wallet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were, they were so afraid that they would eat ships. But, you know, so they had to, you know, calm them down, get rid of a lot of them. And then, you know, so we got a shortage now. Mm. Check out these lizard boots. <laughs> <laughs> lizard short shorts. This lizard feels good against my skin. <laughs> I think it's time to move on. Which would take us to Delvin once again. Delvin, what do you think? Just a general comment. I hope that Aura has something up her sleeve. Have you seen the end of this, Jared? Did you have you already watched all three? I watched the series back in like 2000. I don't know how it's going to end. I can't. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to end myself. So I hope that Aura really has something up her sleeve. To me, she's been the bright spot of the entire series. So I hope that she does have something up her sleeve. That That's my wish more than anything else, because I'm going to assume that uh, Dale and Flash and Zarkov get back home. That seems to make sense, but it'll be interesting to see what becomes of Planet Mongo. So I'm still very intrigued, just not so much by this particular um, episode. And since I mentioned Aura, it was, her arc was the one that intrigued me the most, where uh, Baron kind of said, well, yeah, you kind of got to get on their good side. And she was like, yeah, okay, let's be on their side. And not even like a wink and a nod or like a, you know, devilish look like, yeah, I'll be on their side. All right. Yeah. Like her, like her dad does. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll agree. Yeah. Not to attack you. We gonna yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just, it didn't seem like any of that. And she's just like, yeah, let's just be on their side. And that hasn't really been her whole thing. So, she was mesmerized by Baron, the way he was looking at her and just, mm-hmm. he was touching her. And he's like, yeah, baby, you know. We, we <laughs> I told you in the write-up, he's a smooth operator. Yeah. No need to ask. Yeah. No need to ask. We all know, though, there's no meat like flash meat, man. <laughs> <laughs> and with another comment from Jason, it's time to end that topic. And <laughs> let's go to Pat. <laughs> For the wrap up, but I'm with I am with Delvin. I want to know what Aura has up her skirt. I believe she sorry. does. Yeah, sleep, sleep. Sorry, I was gonna say Freudian slip, but I did on purpose. Go ahead, Pat. <laughs> Mongolian slip. You know, I enjoyed the fights in this one, especially in the beginning where we we have Voltan doing his belly fights against the guards. There, he's a boom, boom. <laughs> And then he's holding, he's holding like three of them all back at the end there. I know. And like when Flash became visible, he really stepped his game up. He was like, left titty, right titty, left titty, right titty. He was just going crazy. <laughs> and and I like have, how he like laughs the whole time. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> It was funny. I, I like that. Good fight. And man, I was surprised too that Dale didn't get ripped apart by the Tigran. That Tigran was like all over her. Mm. Yeah. She kind of. Didn't fight at all and just laid there. Yeah, yeah. You would think that the tiger would have done any damage at all and nothing happened there. Oh, it's like when you get attacked by a bear, man. You're supposed to just lay there and play dead. <laughs> so like in The Revenant. We all saw it. What? The Revenant. With Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. Uh, he got his face ripped off by 
Oh, okay. Didn't see uh, it. Unlike Jason in action film face off, he did fight a bear. Oh, I see. I don't know if you could call that fighting the bear. <laughs> no, 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 that, yeah. I didn't even see it, but I know, I know that DiCaprio got effed up by a bear. Yeah. All right. I don't, didn't know anything about it. All right. Well, that's the end of our official highs and lows rounds. I will add the one thing I wanted to add did not come up. I like that lead guard and how, air quotes, sneaky he was. I, I got that in my notes. Oh, oh yeah. so you want to do a burning highs and lows round? I see. Yeah, <laughs> it I does say right notes. here that Pat gets a lot. So Yeah, okay, yeah. Pat, what, what did you think? Uh, I do have the three guards staring at Baron, just kind of standing there. <laughs> hey, you can't see us, but we're watching you. <laughs> so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> the captain of the guard guy was like, yeah, it's so yeah. not subtle. Okay. You guys stay here. I'm going to go tell Ming. You make sure you keep the stank eye on him. <laughs> and those were the three best men, too. The, Ming's like, get your best man and go out there. And um, I guess yeah. that was the best he had. <laughs> you brought a sword to the throne room? What? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said you could do that. You got any more highs or lows? Anybody got any burnings they need to throw out? Pat, you look like you do. I got some flash fights. Oh, let's hear them. Wah, 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 wah. All right, for this episode, I got to see flash fight guards. Mm-hmm. Flash fights invisibility because he came visible again. Flash fights the Tigron with the tickle fight with the tiger. That was a laugh. He broke yeah, he broke. That was ugly. Yeah, it was. He was really making it look like it was hard for him to do, too. I will good. say that I thought Buster Crab emoted pretty well, too, because like, he looked like that he was sad that he had to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I that was, like, was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Flash, he fights trusting Aura. Whap, 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 whap. <laughs> and then. Whack fl- it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Flash fights the rocket ship cannon fire. Boom, boom, boom. That was actually kind of a cool scene, too, I thought. I thought it was kind of a good twist at the end. I was like, eh. Yeah. I don't think Baron's in that ship. I don't think so either, but you know. we don't know. I mean, that's what makes a good cliffhanger. It's like, what is going on here? And I, I immediately assumed it was Ming. Yeah, or one of his men. Yeah, yeah. I that's what I thought too. See, I'm going to hope it's Ming because at this point, it's too late to really introduce any other character. Yeah, the only other people I thought could have been was the guard, the captain, the, of the guards guards, could be the guards. Maybe they took it, but whatever. Yeah, not their best cliffhanger, like we said. Maybe it's Aura. She's finally mad. Maybe. Oh, wait, no, she was there. No, yeah, she was there. She was there in the cave. Cut that out. (laughs) Got duped again. (laughs) Duped again. (laughs) Stupid lizard, stoop me. Anybody else got any burning highs or lows? Just, I thought that Flash must be ticked off that he went and got all invisible to penetrate the throne room when all he really had to do was just walk up. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. There's a lot of guards in there. Anyways, well, let's get to the fun facts with Jared. And here are your fun facts for this episode. This was the second highest grossing film for Universal in 1936. They consider the serials a film, and it made them a ton of money. The only thing it did better for Universal was a film called Three Smart Girls, which I know nothing about, but apparently it made some good money back then. It was a comedy, I believe, that, that a lot of people enjoyed. All right, fun fact number two. The entire serial was shot in six weeks, and the crew worked 14-hour days, so... 13 episodes, 14-hour days, got it all done in six weeks. 
Not too shabby. A lot of hard work, though. That's a lot. You know, you figure the sets that they have mm-hmm. going on and all that. Yeah, they had a lot of set wrangling. I read somewhere where they were they were saying they were doing set setups and teardowns like daily. Like, got to make this set, tear that one down, use the parts to make this one. Like, this was six weeks, man, end to end. Uh, they, they got it done. Let's move on to fun fact number three. This is the longest film that was preserved by the National Film Registry up until 1964. So for about 30 years, 28 years, this was the longest film that the National Film Registry preserved. Its entirety is 245 minutes. So that's what we will have given to this to this serial project. Gentlemen. Yeah. yeah, 245 minutes of our lives total will be given to the Flash Gordon. Four hours, five minutes. It comes to um, minus six minus four dot dot the remainder four hours and five minutes. I I, I already Jared. I already said it. uh, Just uh, just over four hours. All right. (laughs) Hey, Jared. Yeah, it's uh, four hours and five minutes. Nice, good job, Jason. We've got the the spider's been alive. Oh, uh, but yeah, so that was a, a long, long serial that uh, I like that fun fact because it just kind of highlighted how much time we've spent with Flash here once we wrap up on the next episode. There were two sequels to this, by the way. There are two sequel serials starring all the cast and crew that you know and love, and hmm. maybe we'll get to those one day. But you know what? Let's finish this series first. We've got one more to go. And with that, let's get into our Ray Gun ratings. Pew, pew. As you guys know, if you get five ray guns, that means you loved it. Four, you thought it was very good. Three, it was good. And two, it was just okay. And one, I didn't like it. Now, this one didn't fuel a lot of our engines. So let's start with Pat. Well, Jerry, you know, I'm going to give it a three because there was parts that I did like in it. So it didn't take me all the way up. It didn't take me all the way down. I'm interested to see how it's going to end. I think that's where my three middle of the road comes in is that I'm, I'm interested to see how this ends out. Gotcha. Delvin. I'm with Pat. Gets a three for me. I'm not going to go higher than that, but I'm not going to go lower either because very interested to see what the last, I'm assuming, 16, 17 minutes are going to be and how they wrap this all up in a bow. Excellent. Jason. Yeah, I wanted to give this one a four, but uh, it kind of started strong. I really liked the fight between Flash and Volton versus the guards. I thought that was entertaining. I like Flash's fight with the Tigron. So it started off in four territory, but then we got into a whole lot of filler. Pat mentioned the endless scenes of guards running around caverns, the weird lizard spacecraft scene. So just couldn't quite hit that four note for me. So I'm going to go with uh, these other two gentlemen and say a three for me as well. Well, I'm going to weigh in with a three as well. I think if this had come anywhere except the penultimate episode, I might have given it a two. But since I am eager to see how this closes out, like Delvin said, I'll give it the bump up to a three. So we are at three's company status. I don't know if we do that on the show, but hey. Come on, my phone, He'll let you right walk right on you. <laughs> Where His the tyrants are, hers and hers it is. <laughs> Don't forget the space bear too. <laughs> because space bear comes with the wild eyes, you know. Like, that. <laughs> did anybody think that? Speaking about wild eyes, did anybody think it was kind of funny after they talked to Thun? 
He just stayed there on the he's monitor. Still, he, Jason, I talked about that. He just like stay and they're like, and he was like, what? hang up, son. You know, they're you not talking up? to you. I hang up. With you? <laughs> he stood there for an uncomfortable amount of time. Yeah. It's like us. You go on mute. I go on mute. Who's on mute? <laughs> we mute on three. On three. Oh goodness. Well, yes. With that, let's get into the Mongo mailbag. We are thrilled to kick off these comments with special shout-outs to our Crusaders Club members. These are the fine folks who have joined our crusade. They get discounts from my online store, theyardsaleartist.com. Early access to special long box episodes, free raffles, voting on show content. You get a bunch, man. And here are the people that are exploiting our kindness. Thank you for being a friend. And Helica Woof. Oh. Oh. Bill Beer. Blast it or stash it. Who are you going to call? Bob Buster. Braxton Underwood. David Collins, also known as Battle Wagon. The Duchess. Gene Hendricks. Gerald Green. Greg Van Leuven. I, the Collector. Ivor Evans. Jeremy L. Jim Jarman. Joe Thomas. John Watson. Jose Pollo. Mark Hatherly. Maxwell Trevor. Miranda W. Paul Hicks. Rick of Jeff and Rick Present. Ross Michaud. Ryan Daly. Samantha Maney. Sean Urbanski. Steve Cronin. Tim Tim Price. Toronto Cap. And one-time donor, Bradford William. If we miss anyone on our list, we apologize. Keep in mind, we record these episodes in advance of release, so if you're a recent edition, we'll be adding you soon. But no worries. Let us know that we missed you by sending an email to contact at longboxcrusade.com. We'll get it straightened out. You might be asking yourself, how do I become a Crusaders Club member? Hey, Jared. Yes. I have a question for you. Proceed. How do I become a Crusaders Club member? Very no, simple. that's just a dumb question, Delvin, because we all know it's impossible. Right. Yeah, uh, let's pretend that we didn't hear that part of it. Okay. And, and back to my original question. What? But I thought that was told very succinctly several times. It's impossible for Longbox members to become a member of the Longbox Crusaders Club. Well, if you wanted to do it, Delvin, it's simple. For as little as a dollar a month, you <laughs> get access to the amazing world of the Crusaders Club. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash Crusade. Come check us out. What was that? Patreon. What? Now, don't don't bother. Uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) If you don't have any extra scratch laying around, but you want to help us out here at LBC headquarters, if you take a moment to write a review for us on iTunes, that'd be great. If you want to keep it short with star ratings, that's great. But you know what? If you leave some comments, we'll read them on the next show because we'd like to hear from you. Jason, you know how this goes. Like you should have started begging for this at the start of the year. You probably would have gotten it by the end of the year. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like if I asked for this for my crusade miss present, mid year, you don't have enough time. <laughs> oh darn it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's get into our shares, likes, and retweets. Clinton Robinson. Max Traver. And Helica Wolf. Pal Jordan. Bradford William. Coffee and Comics. The Dame, Deborah Smith. Professor Frenzy, it's a show. Give me a beat. Well, there ain't no pecking like the unpacking power of the unpacking power of the power of the pack. 
So pack it. Pack in, pack in that power. The power of the unpacking pack. Wicked, wicked word. No, it's, it's worlds, as in world worlds. Oh, it's my lucky day. Chris at BTO and Bad Books. Let it roll. And we've got my artistic buddy, co-creator of my comics, Mark Hatherly. Courtney Holland. And Film Fridays. Got our old buddy John from Married with Comics. Comics in the Golden Age. Ross Michaud. Fly Fox Pro. Jeremy Lamastus. The Hammer Strikes. And random geeky stuff. You can always go, guys. I have a nerdy mind. We knew that about uh-huh. you. Green Lantern HG. Ken Solo. Point Man Comics on Kindle right now. Thanks, Point Man. And with that, let's get into our comments right here in the mailbag. People who took the time to say some words. Pat, pick one. I'm going to take one from Ryan Daly. And Ryan says, gets to the part when Jarrett says, Dale and Aura won't dress as sexy in the future version of the show. Ryan makes a mental note to pass on future invitations to appear on SMT. Oh, no, Smiley. (laughs) Oh, no, sad face. (laughs) Nobody can't blame him. No, he can't, but... Nobody was happy with that fun fact. That was the least fun fact I've ever put out there. Yeah, that that was not a fun fact. Yeah, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. And yeah, I put out the fun fact that the once the censors saw this series had such success and the girls were very scantily clad, they cracked down on that in future future editions. It's a sad time. Yeah. But just remember right now, short shorts fifty percent off. <laughs> Get them while they're hot. You're in the golden age right now. Yep. Hmm. All right, Delvin, what do you got? I have one from unpacking the power of the power pack, because when you unpack the power of the power pack doesn't stop. That's what I heard anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the comment was, oh, Flash, will you forget me when we end? Who was that? I forgot who this comment was from. <laughs> I don't know. Moving on. Jason, right. any comment? <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Green Lantern HG, and he says, uh, great episode, guys. I'm with Jason. What was Flash doing to that poor guard? And don't be messing with my girl, Aura. She'll seek the Tigron on you. I think she, he meant sick the tiger on, on you, but... I think we're all wrapped up with comments. No, we've got one more comment here from Pretty. GLHG that I'm... Ah, uh, we can delete that one. He's, we've already done one for man. It Let's says, and out. the trophy, funny yard sale artist feels left out with the past two trophies he actually won on his own without resorting to steal. I don't know his time. I've never stolen a trophy. You, you still, that's your, that's your bit for the year. You, you've been oh, that's right. Problem. Okay, well, yeah. okay. I, hey, 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 Jared, mm-hmm. how do I... Get to steal trophies. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. Um, you don't. Only I steal trophies. I dooped you. <laughs> anyway, he finishes up with saying, I got to give it to Jared for, you can't whisper and you lie. <laughs> he caught me off guard. You know, in full respect to Dave for giving us that bit for several episodes now. That was a funny bit. We've worn a lot of shoe leather out on that bit. We have. We have. And, uh, well... Over to you, Jason. Well, that's it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, action films, and more, check out the Longbox Crusade. Pat, where can they find that? 
Well, Jason, I am glad you asked. You can find The Longbox Crusade on iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers out there. We're also now on Spotify. So tell your friends, tell your mother, tell all your friends about us. Because it's about to throw down. You can listen to it on www.longboxcrusade.com. You can look at us on Twitter and on Facebook and Instagram, too. Just look us up at Longbox Crusade. Back to you. <laughs> I think he's been drinking all about the Mountain Dew. Thanks, Joe. He's all hopped up. And you know why we're on Spotify right now? Because we're so fancy. Mm. <laughs> yes. If you want to hear us on our track through all the James Bond films, check out on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can they find that? Yes, who's back? Back again. Sean is back. Tell your friends. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Am I supposed to be doing something now? <laughs> who's a real slim shady? I'm the real slim shady. <laughs> oh, okay. You guys run your mouth about James Bond on iTunes, Google Play, all your podcatchers. Go to www.secretpodcast.podbean.com or check them out on Twitter at OHMSPod. How's that for professional boys? I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, Mr. Connery. Ah, it's a good thing you mentioned that because I took a dump in your shoe earlier. (laughs) And there it is. All right. Thank you for that, Mr. Connery. Yeah, we'll see you later, foot. (laughs) He's really got to stop eating so many raisins. If you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at Pat Kigasaw. Well, Jason, I am glad you asked. You can find me on the Twitter at ChrisTatos01. Delvin? You can find me on Twitter as well at D-E-E underscore R-A-Y-1977. Jared? I am at Yard Sale Artist. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's all at Yard Sale Artist. And, of course, on YouTube, if you search Yard Sale Artist, you'll find me there doing stuff. Jason? And you can find me at Weasel Skull on Twitter or Jason Albrick on Instagram. And if you want to interact with us with live chat and be entered to win some free stuff on our live raffles, join us for our next episode of Doing It Livestream over on YouTube. It's on the second Sunday of every month at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. If you'd please subscribe to Longbox Crusade on YouTube and click the bell, you'll be able to get reminder notifications for when we go live. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. We'll see you next episode as we return to our coverage of the 1954 Sherlock Holmes TV series for the case of the Eiffel Tower. I think I know where it is. The meetup location, 221B Baker Street.
takes. But don't forget, Ming is a very easy promiser. She's an easy promiser. Or maybe you know, hold on, you believe it. Before you know it, you'll be on your knees. You'll be on your knees. Beat <laughs> the tiger, baby. <laughs> well, who would have guessed it? But Flash and Prince Baron showed up just in time to save Dial. 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 <laughs> dial up the action, baby. <laughs> Try it again. Who are the five greatest heroines of all time? <laughs> dial, 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 and dial. Go, go. <laughs> I see you've been messing with the script, Pat. I haven't done anything. <laughs> I see you've been messing with the script. What am I doing? Time to get to the highs and lows, which we do one at a time. Except for Pat, he gets a lot. <laughs> he does get a lot. <laughs> That's been in there the whole time. Uh, I, you duped me. <laughs> I was duped. You know, I'd like some of the, the beginning fight scenes was kind of fun just to see um, Valt, Valtron again. Uh, doing his belly bops or oh, with the. Give me another take on that. And I'll form the head. I'll form. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. I was like, is that? I was wondering, was that me? And was I gonna have to? Uh, nah, Jason's like Max Headroom right now. <laughs> Let's see here. Which, by the way, was played by an actor named Matthew Frewer. Matthew Frewer did three. Sherlock Holmes made for TV movies that were pretty good. Hmm. They were pretty, pr- pr- pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that low hanging fruit, but man, he did it with style. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Another take off. <laughs> no, sorry. Because I like it. And I know you like it too. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still singing the song. You know I call you. There you call you on the telephone. Great later. home. Baby, talk nerdy to me. Nee, 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 nee.